Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <clears throat> you're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Some may call you rat catchers, others mercenaries, but we prefer the term adventurers. And at the Grey Hill Free Company, we believe in one thing above all, adventurers together strong. Many have gone on to do some great things under our name. Not all of them good, but great things nevertheless. Hopefully you'll soon join their ranks. So gather round and let us regale you with one of the many stories of the Grey Hill Free Company. You are members of the Grey Hill Free Company. For a generous fee, people contract you for all manner of jobs. Bodyguards, adventurers, explorers, thieves, assassins, monster hunters, rat catchers, and sometimes even legal aides. Your vocation, <laughs> your vocation has brought you here to the city of Old Castle, or as the dwarven clans who rule this place call it, Orch-Kaz. In dire times, indeed. Who are you, each of you? Jackson, would you like to begin? I am the Corn Knight. I am the physical embodiment of Corn. As long as Corn exists in the realm, I cannot die. I was born from a husk in a realm of enti- made entirely out of corn, uh-huh. and I exist to enact the will of corn. My true name lost to time, if I ever had one. Uh, uh, I'm a human battle master. <laughs> the Corn Knight. Yeah, Thank I'm, you. <laughs> what's the end of the dwarven city's name? Orch what? <laughs> Old Castle, or as the dwarves call it, Orch Kaz. Orch Kaz. Um... I am, yeah, like a sort of a big hulking knight, but my sort of like suit of armor is, well, yeah, obviously corn themed. <laughs> um, cool. So cool, like cool, yeah, cool, yellow cool, cool, and cool, cool, cool. crenulated with uh, little sort of corn kernels. Crenulated, you say? That's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> it's covered in little corn nubs um, and it's a, a really bright yellow. And my sword has the hilt of it is a sort of a big husk of corn. And then the, the like leaves of the husk go out to form the, uh, the guard. Thank you. <laughs> Joey? You're welcome. Uh, I'm a player who has realized his character concept is maybe 
a little more serious than this, <laughs> than this adventure demands. No, no, no. It's literally just going to be him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything else is going to be serious. Yeah. It's uh, just Jackson. It's just the corn, though. Imagine, imagine if you will, I, I've said this expression before, but imagine, if you will, the Scooby-Doo gang and just up the back, Hellraiser <laughs> is standing there. That's about how appropriate that's going to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. All right. So I'm playing Captain Thorn. Oh, great voice. Mm. I'm, a, I'm a pirate of the Austral Sea. Tiefling, with a with a skin that seems to have uh, just been exposed a bit too long to the to the magical elements. It's it's taken on something of a galactic hue. Oh, that's cool. cool. That's awesome. The thing about being a pirate in the outer planes, in the transitory planes, in fact, is that uh, it takes a lot of cash because <laughs> there's a lot of just stuff floating about out there yeah, yeah. that will. Just wreck your ship. Uh, <laughs> just scar the whole. Uh, snap the masts, mm. and uh, generally incur expenses. Yeah. And so I'm I'm laid over here <laughs> for a couple of days in Old Castle, <laughs> just kind of with the intent of uh, of uh, refilling. My coffers. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like you, the way you said it, it sounded like you snuck your way onto this team. <laughs> like they, they turned around and you were just there it being like, like, yeah, when am I getting paid? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I can't confirm or deny the veracity <laughs> of that statement, but but I'm, I'm here to help. Yeah. Absolutely. In whatever way I can. And I'm here because tis the will of the corn. <laughs> of, of course. <laughs> And lurking ever behind the two of you mm. is a half-elf by the name of Sarin. Sarin okay. is a... She would describe herself as a minstrel, but her mm-hmm. class is specifically bard. Sure. She wears loose-fitting red billowy robes that have hard points every now and then where leather armor is stitched into it. Ooh. She, aside from that, carries a rapier that you have never seen her draw ever. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Uh, and I definitely haven't seen her draw it ever. Yeah, yeah, I've no. been here for approximately uh, three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Sarin and the Corn Knight pick you up, and then you are now standing here in Old Castle. Calamity mm-hmm. has struck Old oh, Castle no. nearly one month ago. Oh. An earthquake of terrible proportions destroyed a large swath. Mm-hmm. Swath? Mm. (laughs) A large swath of the city. The parts that were hit were dropped into the sea below, Mm -hmm. broken by jagged rocks and swept away by powerful waves. While most of the immediate danger has been dealt with, there is still much to do. Okay. Buildings to repair or replace, sick or injured to care for, and families in need of housing and food. Sure. Supervising these efforts are the three great dwarvish clans who rule this place. While they have names in their own tongue, yeah. you would know them as Oathkeeper, Shattershield, yep. and Wintermute. Okay. The yeah. three kings of these clans, known as Fraterdur, mm-hmm. have sought the services of the Greyhill Free Company to assist them in recovery efforts. The same quake that sundered Old Castle also tore open a hole to allow all manner of beasts and oh, evils to I spill. I hate it when that happens, dude. <laughs> as far as the dwarves currently know, and this would have been stated in the contract that you were issued, yeah. the dwarves only describe these beasts as coming from quotation marks elsewhere. Oh, okay. They don't know specifically anything else. Ever mysterious. These creatures have not yet left for the city and have not harmed any parts of the city. They have chosen to make their homes in the stones that were dropped into the sea instead, which 
is where the three the three of you come in. Okay. So you are to speak to the clan kings mm-hmm. or the Fratodur, Ficklim Dunt. Oh my god. <laughs> you don't have to write all this down. Well, I'm not gonna. <laughs> Shiro. Uh-huh. And Zarkarton. Okay. Hey, that sounds kind of like your name. Oh my god. Corn. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's right. I'm corn. I'm all out of faith. <laughs> I'm already corn. <laughs> That's good. Uh, Okay, great. So where are we in Old Castle right now? You're in the village square of sorts. There's many people roaming around. On a normal day, this place would probably be thick with market stalls. Mm -hmm. But today it's instead primarily been repurposed as like an organizational point where people are being sent to different parts of the city to do different jobs. You figured here, of all places, you would be able to find someone who could help you orientate yourself. Okay, yeah, fabulous. You can see there are many members of the village militia or town militia here organizing. You could speak to any one of them, or you could search for maybe someone more important looking. Yeah, can I have a scan for, like, any any of the... a member of the gentry? <laughs> a member of the gentry? <laughs> all right. Okay, corn knight. Yeah. You scanning around, you could see a dwarf in all stone armor with metal embossments on it. Mm-hmm. He looks quite important, and you can see him standing on a platform. Militiamen are coming to and from him. He seems like the kind of guy what might know where to talk to the clan kings. Aye. <laughs> all right, I'll stride over to him. All right. Greetings. Tis I the corn knight. Aye. Uh, I represent right now the Greyhill Free Company. Greyhill, Greyhill. He strokes at a a, a beard that has been woven with stones, mm-hmm. and you hear the chinkling mm-hmm. of the stones touching each other. And he says, "Ah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, 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 um, yes." Follow until all our accents are kind of gravitating <laughs> together. There's like sort of a gravity well yeah, yeah, of this mangled in. sort of Scottish brogue. An accent that black none hole. of us can really escape. Uh, and it just keeps getting worse. Oh, in fact, we're in a dwarven city. Yeah, by the end, mm. it's going to be truly oh, disgusting. It's going to be just unintelligible by the end. have to diversify some of these accents. You're right. <laughs> Sarin steps Wait, wait, up. Hold, hold on. I can, I can, you know, I can, I can adjust this. I, I can make him kind of an American if we... <laughs> If we really want. Sarin steps up from behind the two of you. Ah, yes, so we are from the Grey Hill Free Company. <laughs> what happened to Sarin? There's <laughs> always been her accent. I don't know what you're oh, talking you're right. about. Excuse me. Yeah, that's always. She's always spoken. She drank like a potion of Italian. <laughs> sort of Bolognese potion. <laughs> I was about to say, otherwise known as marinara sauce. Um. Well, yeah, we're we're looking to speak to the clan leader so that we might find out what it is you require of us. He steps down and he Mm. gestures, follow me, follow me. Okay. He takes you through the city to this massive, gigantic-looking stone castle carved into the sides where... Instead of proper towers, the mm-hmm. the, the, the towers, I suppose, yeah. of this castle are carved to resemble giant dwarves holding stone axes cool. gazing out. You can see where their faces are are instead proper crenellations mm-hmm. where defensive where people would fight defensively here. Cool. Just seems a bit egotistical. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're dwarves already. They don't need to parade it around. <laughs> You walk through many great halls and interesting spaces, all decorated with the heroes of old, Mm -hmm. and you come to 
probably what looks to be a throne room. Okay. There are three giant statues of dwarves carved out of stone. Mm-hmm. One of them placed centrally and obviously most prominently, and then two kind of like in second and third positions, sure. if you will. And at their feet, there are giant stone chairs, and sitting in them are, in each of them, a dwarf mm-hmm. wearing different types of crowns. One of them wears a crown made of gold, another one a crown made of stone, and the third one a crown made out of a black substance you've never seen or heard. Well, actually, I should roll. Maybe it, you have. Yeah. You're both pretty well-traveled. Oh, yeah. I've been around. Uh, Thorn, you actually would know this substance. It's kind of almost a cousin of obsidian. It's another type of volcanic material known as living magic. Sometimes referred to as living magic, although there are many different names for it. You might, if even because you're quite well-traveled, you might call it a different thing where you're from. Aye, where I'm from, there are sort of uh, crystalline structures formed out of the very essence of magic. The magic that the astral sea itself is made out of called ethereum. And you're from... Above the sky. <laughs> I find that hard to believe. <laughs> <laughs> Not just above it, beyond it. <laughs> Where the sun and the moons are. Aye. Where birds go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Aye. And you're made out of corn. <laughs> I'm not made of corn. Well, no, in many ways I am. <laughs> <laughs> Completely accurate. Fair enough. I think that we can both agree that there's many (laughs) unbelievable things uh, about one another that we'll just have to get used to. (laughs) You might be right on that one. You might be correct there. You can see there are a line of supplicants, applicants, whatever you wish Mm -hmm. to call them, waiting to speak to the the three clan kings. Mm -hmm. But as you approach, the line is parted, and the the three of you are allowed to speak to them straight away. Mm Mm-hmm. As you approach, the central one with a crown made of gold speaks first and in a, a different to everyone else's accent, <laughs> in, a di- in a completely new accent, he says, okay. Ah, a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I don't oh know about God. this one, boys. <laughs> uh, you would be the representative from the Greyhill Free Company. <laughs> All right, there we uh, go. Yeah, I like it. It's getting <laughs> it's better. Jump, it's getting jump. better. Yeah. Does he just have a huge mustache and no beard? <laughs> no, he has. He also has a massive beard, okay. but you can see even through the beard, his jaw protrudes <laughs> powerfully. <laughs> I love this guy. Well, uh, yeah, so what was your name then? Uh, I am the Corn Knight, good sir. Uh, just the Corn Knight. I, my true name, if I ever had one, lost to time. Ah, yes. Oh, good then. <laughs> and you? And I go by Thorn, Captain Thorn, Captain of the Kraken's Revenge. Oh, what sort of ship is that? A mighty one. <laughs> one a lot more interesting than anyone you've ever seen, I guarantee you that. Uh, all right, then. I didn't realize it was a competition. And finally, you up the back. Ah, may I name a Sorin? <laughs> All right. I'm glad it's sticking around. Yeah. Ah, Shireen, And yet yes. it's better than Chris Pratt's Mario. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, when this releases months after recording, <laughs> yeah. that won't be a topical joke <laughs> anymore. I can't imagine we're ever going to stop talking about it. Oh, yeah. It's going to be the only thing humanity talks about till the heat death of the universe, guaranteed. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I so what, this city exists primarily as a record of uh, the dwarven history. Aye. 
It is a, not so much a city as it is more a library that a city has sprung up around. Sure. Uh, and as such, there are many great important homes kept within the city. Uh, most primary of all is the Career Chichad, uh, a, a, a um, tome, if you will. A book. But it is more than just that. It is uh, also, uh, you could say, a hammer of sorts. What? Okay, what? <laughs> It serves a dual purpose. A hammer and a book. Yeah. Men from the sky, hammers and books. <laughs> it is crazy. Uh, it is a manual of how to create stone, how to work life into... How to make stone? Yes. Stones made by volcanoes. There is limited stone within the world, and it is a gift from the gods of any new stone that we get. Are we in danger of running out of rock? <laughs> well... If the prophets are to be believed, eventually, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, this is, this is huge news. I don't know the implications, but it seems concerning. <laughs> I, I suppose I can't blame you for uh, engaging in a bit of foresight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's important uh, to invest in sustainable resources. Yeah. <laughs> As a tiefling, I assume you are a bit more of a long-lived creature. As opposed to the human? Oh, no, oh, I'll be here to... as long as corn is, sir. Well, where could well, corn... Well, corn also has a shelf life, correct? <laughs> Not in can it. Excuse me? Canned and Canned corn. Canned corn? What is a can? <laughs> oh, you're such a backwards people. <laughs> anyway, it is not like we're in immediate danger of running out of stone, Aye. but it is a constant reminder on us, the most ancient of all races, that one day there will be no more stone left if we leave, if we lose, sorry, the Kareti Chad. And has this Kareti Chad gone missing? Is it fallen down the hole? It is indeed, yes. It's uh, part of dear. the library that fell away, I fell see. away with this ancient, important tome and hammer. And you've hired the Grey Hill Free Company to retrieve the hammer book for you. Our local forces are... He gestures at the Uh, massive line. mm. Are somewhat swamped, and so we have resorted to hiring... He looks distastefully at the three of you. (laughs) Mercenaries. Can can you describe how this hammer, also a book... (laughs) This is sort of what I've been grappling with since (laughs) we first... Yeah, I'm talking about I'm it. kind of imagining like a long handle and then just a big heavy book on the end. Is that? Uh, no, not so much no. that. It is a, a tr- hammer in the traditional sense, much more that you would know. Perhaps a, a, a large hammer, yes, but one that could be wielded within one single hand. Okay. It uh, so much not so much as has pages. It does have words written upon it that are important, but these words are more to access the book, as it were. Once one speaks the correct words, the hammer acts as a book and speaks. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mark. I see. So it has a kind of mind of its own. Yes, it has the spirit of the dwarves dwells within I it. I see. Just like the corn sword has the spirit of corn dwelling within it. Uh, I, that I is... See. This, this Karate chart has been an audible production. <laughs> that is uh, uh, very heretical. <laughs> but uh, we will ignore this for now. In any case... Hanged for heresy... <laughs> Not five minutes into the adventure. All right, Seren, you and I, we're going adventure. Uh, in any case, it would be uh, apt and important for me to mention that uh, many parts of these, this, part, this, this library are somewhat submerged. Uh, do the three of you have any hesitations or difficulties swimming? Uh, well, corn can get wet, so... <laughs> <laughs> I should be all right. <laughs> and you're a sailing gentleman, so I assume. Aye, sailing aye. gentleman sounds like a weird magazine <laughs> from the 1950s. It sounds like a euphemism for something. I'm not sure what. <laughs> I am familiar with uh, with keeping my head above water. All right, then. Uh, another thing worth mentioning, it was stated in the contract, but worth reiterating, is that there are strange goings-on. I see. Beasties, if you will, that I have will. now inhabited that part of the library. Are they... Perhaps this is a stupid question. Mm. Are they from the library? No, definitely not. They are from all we know elsewhere. This forms the second part of your contract. If you were to deduce, figure out where these creatures come from, and even perhaps seal this hole, I would be willing to double your rate. I think we can do that. Uh, I'm about to to ask something a bit bit ignorant. Um, What was our rate in the first place? (laughs) Great question! Well, it would be... He shuffles in his seat. He looks at the other clan kings, and they kind of whisper something to him. And he looks back at you, and he says, Well, we would be willing to pay any price you could name. 
I look back to Sorin because uh, I imagine the Corn Knight is a sort of recent addition to the Greyhole Free Company. Corn willed it, so I just want to know what I don't know what's reasonable. Sorin leans into the two of you and whispers, "Well, it is a uh, normal for us to get uh, perhaps a a rate of uh, about a." Uh, Five hundred dollars plus five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars USD. Five hundred gold pieces plus uh, any extra expenses that might have be occurred, yeah, or any extra if it were a very long task. Well, at least, Aye, so a thousand gold pieces yeah, plus expenses. Sorin gives you a big wink. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have immediately turned around yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to yeah. face. To face the uh, the fratador. Yes. Well, in that case, oh, get a good boy card for remembering that. So, <laughs> let me explain. So we have instead of inspiration, I give out good boy cards, which uh, the name exists simply because we thought it was funny. Well, we didn't think actually. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. So it's just kind of a little reward. Draw yeah. a card. Read out what you got. Vatic gaze. Oh, fuck this. I can do this normally. <laughs> well, if you can do it normally, get it. Oh, he threw it up in the air. Landed Jackson. on my head. Do I keep it? <laughs> sure. Yes! All right. You read Vatic gaze. <laughs> you can sense magical auras similar to the detect magic spell for 10 minutes. You must maintain concentration to retain the effect. Yeah, I just have that as like a class feature, basically. <laughs> um, so I get sturdy as a dwarf. You re roll any constitution based check. With advantage. And then if I want, I have bad boy cards that I can draw. And since Ooh. Jackson got an extra good boy card, I'm going to give myself a bad boy card. There we go. Water back to wine. A player's magical items become mundane for one round. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh, no. Thank God none of my items are magical in the traditional sense. <laughs> <laughs> you lose access. Kind of, only in the stupid sense. <laughs> you lose access to the corn, Jackson. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Just kill him first. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, Jackson, you lose access to the corn. I fall on the ground and start writhing out of my eyes go white. <laughs> they roll in the back of my head. Something's uh, terribly wrong. I wish I hadn't done that. Oh. <laughs> it ends. It ends. Stop. <laughs> I'm, I'm nervous. <laughs> what was that? 1,500 gold pieces to cover the medical expenses. <laughs> I'm fine, fine, fine. Up. Anything to stop him from screaming. <laughs> I lost connection to the core. <laughs> and we would, if you want to seal the home, we will grant you 3000 then, yes. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to need the money to investigate what's wrong in corn realm. <laughs> All right, uh, point us in a direction and we'll see what we can do. Well, it, I simply head west, I suppose. <laughs> You'll eventually come to the part of the city that's fallen into the sea. If you want, though, I could give you a guide. <laughs> Perhaps a guide would be useful, Captain Thorin, Sirin. I reckon. All right. Yeah, we'll take it. The Clan King gestures to the dwarf that brought you in. Um, you there. What's your name? The dwarf bows low and, oh no, his accent's already been established. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am, I am Dorgan. Okay. Dorgan, Oathkeeper. Dorgan. Oh, uh, very well then, Dorgan, Oathkeeper of my own clan. Uh, you may guide them as far as you can. The dwarf nods. Aye, I will. Much appreciated. Come with me, he says. He turns and yeah, leads we'll the way. Walk after him. Uh, once yeah. we're out of like earshot of the clan keepers, I'd like to lean into Dorgan. Clan kings? Whatever they're called. <laughs> Dor, my man. Quick question. Point of clarification. Uh, how are we to be going underwater? <laughs> he nods. I, you'll need to to venture within. 
how for uh, for the whole time? Uh, I, 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 point being, and I assume this applies to my compatriots, I cannot breathe underwater <laughs> and will drown if submerged for too long. <laughs> I... <laughs> Uh, I am aware that some places have kept air within. Okay, thank goodness. I don't know. I, I, no one's been able to venture very far. Well, I guess we'll see how far we can get. <laughs> Doran, you, you cannot breathe underwater, can you? You don't know what I'm capable of. I, I don't. You're from space, apparently. No, I can't breathe underwater. Okay, Seren. I, uh, she quickly checks her spells. I kind of make, uh, if we are uh, to die... I make it the pasta. <laughs> I make it the pasta. If we are uh, to die, I could, um, how you say, uh, write our last will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On the wall. That's a, some small comfort, I suppose. <laughs> so that the uh, next people who come along know what we will to our uh, next of a kin. Well, if I die, oh, I... She'll make us environmental storytelling. <laughs> no! <laughs> the worst fate. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I can't die anyway as long as corn exists, so I'm not too concerned, so... You sounded kind of concerned. I was just thinking of my good friends. The corn soon. Yeah, I'm a little concerned. Don't say that. <laughs> All right, so you are led to a part of the city where you could start seeing... So most of Old Castle is underground, it's trapped within this massive mountain that makes up three of the largest dwarven cities. But after a little bit of walking, you can see light spilling in from somewhere ahead of you. Mm-hmm. And then, sure enough, the part of the city that has fallen away is revealed to you. Mm-hmm. It's a massive hole within the city itself. You can see this is where probably the biggest concentration of work is being done. You, It's... The the noise is almost deafening of constant ding, 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 ding of hammering. Mm-hmm. And you can see scaffolding all over the place. Is, is it like a sinkhole or more like a like a gash in the... Uh... Imagine a side of the mountain has fallen oh, away into the sea itself. Yeah, I see. Okay. All right. Yeah. There's a, a simply enormous hole. It's so big that it would probably form... A, the rock that made up this part of the city could have formed its own city. Yeah, okay. It is so much. All right. (laughs) You look down or over the side into a terrifying drop nearly 500 feet down to jagged rocks and the awful, awful waves that seem to crash against the side of this mountain like they're trying to tear what's left apart. Okay. Cool. We're just going to go down into that. Well, there's you can see a set of scaffolding stairs mm-hmm. that will lead you down. Okay. And thankfully, your guide is able to get you two said stairs and then lead you down onto where the just before where the water is hitting, there is a giant platform mm-hmm. where you can see some recovery efforts have been made. Okay. But you see that the recovery efforts have been given up on. Oh. Okay. It's like a lot of equipment that has just been kind of abandoned. When you get to this platform, the dwarf Dorgan. Dorgan. Turns to the three of you. Dorgan. Dorgan. Dorgan, yeah. Excuse me, excuse me. Dorgan. Turns to the three of you and says, "Uh, this is as far as I can get you, but I cannot get you no further. And we go just in the hole? (laughs) He gestures. You can see parts of that part of the city are still standing here. It's like looking at the skeleton of a city almost, just the most strongest hardest points are still here mm-hmm. everything is below everything else is below the water okay 
I uh, I can only help you with basically this. You're looking for a section of the library, the oldest section. It will be called the Old Father, or will that be written somewhere? Yes, on it. Okay. Turn left. Frater is what you're looking for. Frater. Och Frater. Och Frater. All right. You're looking for any section that leads you towards that. Okay. Is there, because there are parts of the city still standing, right? Down here or up above? No, like, were you saying, were you saying <laughs> that there were some sections of the city, yeah, like, above can, water? You can still see uh, parts of the city here are above water. Do you think, um, Dorogon, that it would be easy, Dorogon? Dorogon? Dorogon. Do you think? Do- it's, it's it's like it's like there was a burglar. <laughs> <laughs> the door is gone. Door gone. Door gone. Do you think that uh, a practical way to get in? Sort of a Hodor situation. <laughs> door, door gone. gone. Door gone. <laughs> <laughs> if we went to one of the still standing parts of the city and then went down, do you think that would be an easier way to get into the underground parts of the city without just going into the sea? Oh, Cornite. <laughs> Have you lost your nerve? <laughs> you're, you're suffering from kernel panic? <laughs> no. no. I have given, I've dove into astral maelstroms more threatening than this. I, I, I'm, I'm just thinking of my companions. Obviously, I, I can, can never die. So. Oh, obviously you're thinking of us. How yeah. about you, Saurian? I think you feel just fine about this particular entrance. I uh, spent a, a bit of part, a bigger part of my childhood uh, on the beach. All right. I know uh, to swim quite well. And she gestures to her loose-fitting clothes. These are not very heavy. I swim just fine, thank you. I look down at my corn armor. <laughs> <laughs> Say nothing but swallow. <laughs> In stress. <laughs> I I wish I could tell you, but I simply... I simply cannot give you anything, any information about how to get down. Okay, all right. I leave that. He gestured to the three of you, to the experts. <laughs> well, uh, after you, Thorn. I'm unarmored. <laughs> I've just got my big old piratically coat on. Hell yeah. Sure. So uh, I take that off and I tie it around my waist. Cool. And uh, yeah, that sort of galaxy print pattern just yeah. glimmering <laughs> on his chest. Cool. Right? And I say, all right. Let's dive. Is this a diveable enter- entrance? You need to, it's almost like, it forms almost like a rock-based beach. You can wade a little bit and then dive in, yeah. Okay. Yeah, then I wade out into the water. Ooh, that's cold. <laughs> it would be freezing, yes. Yeah, and I just sort of take a deep breath, embrace myself, and... Hell yeah. You drop, you drop, you, you dive. I die? <laughs> Wrong answer. Instantly dead. <laughs> you gracefully dive into the waters. Sarin is, I guess, next. Yeah. <laughs> she she maybe does a similar thing. She strips down some of her clothing so that the loose, baggy clothes don't hinder her mm-hmm. as much. It looks to be a practiced movement. She presumably has done this before. Mm-hmm. And she similarly gracefully dives in. Again. And the cornet goes home. <laughs> I guess I take off my armor so I don't sing. Uh-huh. Will I be able to get it back? <laughs> Am I going to be unarmored for this adventure? I guess you so. can bring it with you if Maybe you want. Sinking is the correct choice right here. I guess so. All right, 
can I just take off my breastplate? Because that sure. might be the heaviest part. All right. Sure. I take off my breastplate to reveal my chest, which is covered in the origin story for the Corn Knight in tattoos. <laughs> in the center of my uh, pectorals, I have like a corn husk that's being opened to reveal the Corn Knight coming out. <laughs> Birth of Venus yeah, but style. <laughs> and then, yeah, further tattoos of my exploits going down onto my stomach. And then I'll leave my breastplate on the beach because I think it's the heaviest part of me and I'll wade in and dive off to them. Okay. So, the three of you don't die. Okay, thank goodness. Yeah, that that is good. As you're swimming through, there are parts where you can stand, parts where you need to swim, and you can, anytime you're underwater, you can see further, deeper down. The water eventually gives way to an infinite darkness below you, but you can see quite further than you imagined you might be able to. Okay. And that is quite possibly because there are still magical lights working Ah, in this part of the city. Mm. So part of the city is, or the library, I should say, is illuminated before you. And I mean library. This is actually, this part of the city, or this section that fell away, was almost entirely library. There are, despite the fact that many of the books would have definitely been washed out to sea, there are so many books still left (laughs) behind, many of them potentially just too heavy to be washed away. And at points, it's not so much you're swimming through water as it is you are swimming through these books. Oh, my God. All right. You, searching around, find two possible pathways. One of them leads you deep down into that blackness, and somewhere in that blackness you can see a string of lights still going on, or you can stay further, closer to the surface and head what would have been upwards, but is now kind of more in a... Now that it's fallen down, is a more westerly direction. Do, do, Do we see anything that looks like it might be an air pocket? Down there? Is uh, is it just you having a look, or would you also like to... No, I would be looking as well, I think. Uh, yeah. uh, yes, both of you are able to see further down. There is illuminated by one of the many lights. This would be the deepest section mm-hmm. of of this, this collapsed area. The deeper section has a string of lights going down, which normally would have been an archway at eye height, okay. but is now instead kind of like a ladder going oh, downwards. Spooky. You can see down there, one of these lights is illuminating a section where you can see water is actually moving. And while you can't see where it's going to or from, that there is a visible water current must mean that air is move- air yeah. is trapped somewhere. <laughs> I point to it. <laughs> I point to my chest. <laughs> and then I point to me, and then I start swimming towards the air pocket. And Sarin makes a little Italian hand gesture and goes, She's the only one who could still speak. All right, you begin swimming downwards. That's all for today. Don't forget to check in next time where we'll continue this story of the Grey Hill Free Company. 